correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. radiocom Welcome to Me and Steve Talk RPGs, a podcast where me and my friend Steve will play a game this time. Hey folks, welcome back to Me and Steve. Today we're going to get right into part two of our MODOK family reunion, Mutants and Masterminds actual play. So here it is. Hang on for the ride. And by way of character introductions, we have Shane playing Captain America. I knocked that goofy-looking beekeeper helmet off the guy, and he has a moment of confused surprise before he drops like a bag of potatoes. We have Jeff playing the Scott Lang version of Ant-Man. I'm going to run straight at that first robot. Halfway, I'm going to change to tiny size Ant-Man and look for a joint to crawl inside a we have Steve G playing Moon Knight. I don't know what happened here, but we're here to help, I think. Um, now, if you'll excuse me. And we have myself as Drax the Destroyer. Captain Duck! And Chuck the big robot at the two minion groups. And last but not least, we have Alex as the Game Master. Your mom can go to Mount Rushmore. I have the Statue of Liberty booked. And now, on to our story. So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive right back in. Previously on MODOK Family Reunion, our Avengers were hanging out in Avengers Mansion when they received a distress call from MODOK from American Irrigation Manufacturing Facility. Uh, they received a distress beacon from MODOK himself saying, please, Avengers, come and save me. These AIM agents have lost their minds. To which they responded. And they found a very bizarre scene waiting for them at this manufacturing plant. They found... A MODOK wearing a knight's helmet and shield holding a sword fighting off AIM beekeepers and giant superbots. The Avengers leapt into action to help MODOK, maybe? After the fight, they had a chance to discuss with this particular MODOK, and he revealed that his name was in fact MODOB, which stood for the mental organism designed only for boldness, and claimed to be from a universe where he was a hero and the Avengers were villains. And his sole motivation coming to this dimension was to stop his evil brothers from whatever whatever horrible plan the original MODOK has in store for them. Uh, the group sort of called in a favor from Hank Pym, and they did some triangulating, and they found out that there were uh, MODOK quantum energy signatures on Coney Island, at Madison Square Garden, and on Liberty Island. And they, uh, they headed off to uh, Madison Square Garden, where they ran into... This mind-controlling music that seems to have taken hold of Ant-Man, Drax, and Modop, is that correct? Yeah, the three that jumped out of the Quinjet. Yeah. I'm sorry, I know Drax was there, was among the affected. It was Moon Knight, Modoc, and yep. Drax. That yeah, was. that's what I was going to... Oh. Yeah. So Ant-Man and Cap, who are responsibly parking the Quinjet somewhere instead of just jumping out like maniacs, are going to have a bad time when they get here. Well, if I'm in the ultimate, I'm just going to set on autopilot, aim it for the musical MODOK and jump out. So, but we're <laughs> we're in the mainstream Marvel universe, right? Yep, 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 yep. I think your art might be Ultimate's cap, but I I was just looking for a good comic-inspired image. It's hard. All the uh, all the fan art is of Chris Evans, but that's okay. That makes sense. 
So, Drax and Moon Knight, you and Modob are sort of wandering around Madison Square Garden with the zombified people, listening to the beautiful dulcet tones of a xylophone, and feeling in your heart that you have to prevent anyone from coming to interrupt this concerto. I can't remember from last time, do we actually see the Modox with an X yet, or do we just hear his music? Just hear his music so far. Nobody has gone into Madison Square Garden yet. Is it obvious to Cap and Ant-Man that they're under some sort of hypnosis yet? Or do we just assume they're down there? Um, as you all park the Quinjet and come running that way, you can go ahead and roll an insight check for me, Cap and Ant-Man. Okay, now give me a second to get back to the character sheet. What am I rolling again? Insight. Uh, it's on your stats and skills page on the character sheet on the right-hand side. There should be a button that says insight. If you just click it, you can it'll roll out to the table for me. Well, Ant-Man, as you're sort of wandering up, you do see that Moon Knight and Drax are acting weird, which is not weird for Moon Knight and Drax. Um, Cap, you sense that there's something off with the three of them. Ant-Man, hold on. Hey, yeah, something's not right with them. Can we hear any of this music? Uh, you don't seem to have crossed the boundary of the music yet. I get on. We have ear communicators, so I start. Moon Knight, Drax, report. Hey, Cap. We gotta, we gotta keep the conductor safe. Yes, Are you sure of that? It's beautiful. What music? Can you not hear the wonderful sounds? No, I can't hear anything. Are you all right? Please tell me Drax is not dancing. No, I'm half left. Half left. Hmm. Man, Cap, they're, they ain't right in the head. Apparently they're hearing some sort of music. Hmm. Do we have anything in the Quinjet, like, head, you know, like uh, earplugs or like those, you know, kind of big muffs they wear at, at like, airports? Well, you I can, know, I can, for I can a hero point, something you can. up, maybe. I think a hero point. Did I get another one? Yeah, um, you all, all of your hero points reset to one at the beginning of the session. I mean, what I'd like to do is definitely put some sort of earplugs in for me and Ant-Man, and then grab a couple extra pair for Drax and Moon Knight. I don't think we have we would have anything big enough for the big cranium that is on our team. But if we do, that's great. Let Let me go back to the Quinjet and see if I can whip something up. All right, so the hero points, uh, I'm trying to remember, are those the ones that are in the circle or the ones that are just in the regular rectangle? Just in the regular rectangle. Can I, uh, with parts that are on the, the Quinjet, can I whip something up that might filter out the music? Um, you can give me a technology check to try to make something big enough for MODOK. Okay, I'm not since trying Cap to. Since Cap already has the ear, since Cap already has the ear protection, he paid the hero point for it. So, I'm I'm trying for for Drax. Yeah, Cap has um for Drax and Moon Knight. The only person who still doesn't have ear protection would be Modoc. Oh, assuming that he's so big that whatever we would have had in the Quinjet wouldn't fit him because he's he's got a big old head. I don't know if I got anything. Dude, to quote, so I married an axe murderer. That head's big enough to have its own weather system. <laughs> yeah, so um, Ant-Man, you're sort of tinkering out with some stuff, but you can't find anything stretchy enough to fit over his head. It'll also block the sound. But you guys do find um, ear muffs for Ant-Man, for the four of you, basically. Hey, Moda, why don't you sit this one out? He's already jamming in music. He's, he's holding up a big lighter. He is doing his best to dance in his big chair with his little legs kicking out while his thruster spins him around in place. Playing air xylophone. It's touching and pathetic at the same time. Come on, you guys, can't you feel it? Feel the beat, feel the rhythm. Hey, I think I hear it. Why don't you stay here and keep dancing on the ceiling? 
and we'll go in and check this place out. I'll say dance on the ceiling around tracks. Okay, so what I would like to do is, you know, with my ear blockers on, I'm assuming Ant-Man's good now, mm-hmm. is say, hey guys, we got some headphones that'll you, it'll, it'll help you hear the music even better. Because this is really good music. And try to take them to Moon Knight and Drag. And roll a deception check for me, Cap. I'll give you a plus two circumstance bonus because it's a good lie, but you're also Captain. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's hard to get Cap to lie. That's also on the uh, stats and skills page. Yeah, I'm looking. I've got persuasion. I don't see deception. Yeah, it should be in alphabetical order. Oh, you might not have deception. a bonus to it. Yeah, there, I have no bonus now. Yeah, he's not a good liar. But you could have plus two. Ooh. So that is a natural one. That is a five. That's a seven with the um, plus two bonus. You can use one of your luck points to reroll it if you want. Or... Yeah, I'm going to use a luck point because I think this is a pretty important moment. I drug it off. Awesome. <laughs> and then just right. click the deception button again and it'll reroll. The good thing about using a luck point to reroll, if you roll one through ten, you get to add ten to it. All right, Cap, that's a 19 with your circumstance bonus. Um, Moon Knight and Drax, I'm going to need both of you to roll will saves. So go ahead. Uh, will should be in your defenses on the left-hand side of stats and skills. So 20 for Moon Knight, 13 for Drax. You are both able to come over to where Cap is and put the head blockers on. Okay. And once this music drowns out, you are no longer compelled to defend the conductor. So the earbud that we use to communicate, that's covered by the muff. So, I mean, are, can we still use those? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say the, the communicators are more inner ear and the ear muffs are sort of above the ears. Sorry to interrupt your concert, guys, but we've got work to do. App, are you feeling it? And Modob is air xylophoning. <laughs> I I have no idea how to deal with our new friend here. Perhaps we should just let him enjoy the music while we investigate the threat. And clearly it is a threat, Captain America, because what in the name of Great Khonshu was that? That, my friend, was you busting a move. Cap doesn't really say that. Well, bust a move. That was you getting jiggy with it. Cap's been going through the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that he's got written down in his notepad. Yes, you guys were dancing just like, is it Carlton? Who's the yeah. the, the cousin yeah. with that famous dance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We need to, I see, although this seems amusing at the moment, I sense something very sinister at work here. We need to shut this down quickly. I completely agree, Captain America. All right. Where's the door? So this is Madison Square Garden, which is basically just a big arena right in the middle of Manhattan. So I guess the, the entrance doors would be pretty obvious. Yeah, it's just a big row of glass doors that sort of wrap all the way around this big, circular, almost like hockey puck-shaped building. You better not find a bunch of Godzilla eggs in here. <laughs> no promises. All right, well, Drax will head off to the door and open it up, or head off that direction at the very least. So, Drax, you go in and you open that door. Yeah, I'm going to follow behind Drax. 
And uh, Drax, you see as you're getting closer, deeper into the heart of Madison Square Garden, there are more people. Uh, but these people don't seem to be as chill as the people milling about as zombies outside. A lot of them are sort of lost in the ecstatic throes of dancing. Uh, they're sweating. They're spinning around in circles around each other. Everybody seems to be working up uh, quite a bit of exercise in here, and it looks like it's starting to take its toll on some of the innocent people around here. They're starting to starting to pass out faint. Some of them are you know, having arrhythmia. As you come down into the central arena of Madison Square Garden, you do see that there are lots of people in here sort of packed into the seats and are all, quote-unquote, enjoying the music. In the very center of the stadium, there's a raised platform, and it looks like there may have been another concert going on when Modox showed up here. Um, you see a couple of 80s hair metal uh, musicians with feathered hair and eyeliner and their instruments sort of backing up Modox on the xylophones, who is dressed in this long black tuxedo with tails, little white gloves, little xylophone sticks, and he has a big xylophone in front of him that he's sort of lifting up with telekinesis from the purple gem in the center of his forehead. And he has just this strained look on his face of madness and genius as he's rocking out on the xylophones. Well, team, that doesn't look good. I'm sure there have been better shows in this arena. Yeah, I'll let you guys decide which 80s band it is. It's probably uh, probably Motley Crue. All right, Captain, what do you propose? Take them down and take them down quick, and I'm slinging my shield right in Modox. Oh, we're going to go straight to initiative. Okay, I'm here for it. You're just going to punch Modok in the face. That's a good choice. But Cap is very worried about all these people he's seen dancing, and quite frankly, he doesn't like this act. That's fair. I'm just going to grab a generic Modok to drag out here for the main page. We're going to do this as sort of theater of the mind. So uh, go ahead and click on your tokens, and then click on initiative on your character sheet. And that'll send it all out to the table for me. Modok is no good at initiative. Fine with me. I want to rock! Rock! We need to shut this not-so-quiet riot down! Well, Moon Knight, you are on first at 24. So you are free to participate however you see fit. Again, just to set the stage, you're in this sort of big, open amphitheater that leads down to a race platform stage. There's loudspeakers around. Areas packed to the brim with people all dancing and moving around as they are. I think Moon Knight is going to attempt to, like, dance, walk his way to the stage to fight through the crowd and, and just get as close to the stage as he can. And once he's as close as he can get, he's going to take one of his Moonerangs and try and throw it at the at the crystal that's being held, like, telekinetically. Awesome. Okay, uh, go ahead and... Give me a moon ring check. I won't make you roll to dance your way through the crowd because you're Moon Knight and they're a bunch of drunk zombies. All right, so 32 is going to hit Modox's uh, dodge DC, and there is multi-attack on your moon rings. So when you use multi-attack on a single target, the higher you roll, the more damage it does. So I'll compare uh, Modox's dodge versus your 32. Uh, and you do have a very significant difference of more than three degrees, so you do get plus five damage. So it'll be DC 24 instead of DC 19 for the toughness save, for the gemstone that you're throwing your uh, moon ring into. But Modok rolls a 31 on his toughness save, so the moon ring sort of zips out, it slams into the gender glittering gemstone, and he throws his head back, and that's when you notice he has this wild mane of white like Beethoven hair. Oh, no. <laughs> it flies back. <laughs> he leans forward and he looks at you and he says, Who dares interrupt 
the maestro of the xylophone in the middle of his wonderful debut. Oh no, this gets better and better. Did you guys ever see the uh, Brave and the Bold episode with the music maestro? It was really good. Yes. Kind of making me think of that. I love that. Um, so after Moon Knight is Captain America. Okay, so that I'm trying to think through the setup again. So you got you got Modox, you have his band, the new Modox on the block, and then you've got he's got a uh, kind of give me the setup again because I was going to smack him in the face, but now I'm thinking if I can shut down the music. So what does it seem like the music's coming from that gemstone, or is it coming out of the speakers, or like what's happening here? Um, so it looks like he's using the gemstone to hold the xylophone up so he could hit the xylophone. You're not sure if the xylophone is plugged into the loudspeakers or if just the band is plugged into the loudspeakers. Um, there okay. don't seem to be any wires running for it, but that doesn't mean that the xylophone would be wireless. But it definitely sounds like xylophone music and not like yes. electric guitars and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like the electric guitars are the accompaniment to the piece that he's playing, but the, the star of the show is the xylophone. Okay, I'm, I'm flinging my shield at the xylophone. Awesome. So it's going to be shield throw, shield toss, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, 15 will hit the xylophone. It's stationary. And the xylophone will roll a toughness save. It's a 21. So your DC is 23. The xylophone gets a 21. That means the xylophone gets a bruise. It's an object, so it's only allowed to get two degrees of failure before it's destroyed. Okay. But the xylophone with its bruise, um, go ahead and describe what happens as you sort of break pieces of the xylophone apart. Uh, it hits it hits the xylophone and on the on the kind of left side and kind of cracks and dents and, and that causes a couple of the um, I don't even know is it a key a key yeah. of the, a couple of the keys to kind of buckle up. And the shield makes this really interesting noise when it slams into the xylophones. It's like the note that was resonating from the key passes into the shield, and as it's swinging through the air, it makes this musical noise as it comes back to Cap's arm. Okay, well, I, I would grab it reflexively, so I hope I'm not about to get, like, you know, music. You know what? I'm going to do you a hero point. As you do trigger a reactive damage effect. So go ahead and roll a toughness save for me as the shield comes back to you with your with your vibranium tuning fork. Nice. Well, it is half vibranium, right? It's adamantium vibranium alloy. Uh, if you want to take that, it'll be a bruise. So you'll get a minus one to future toughness checks for this scene. So I could, what, spend a hero point or... Or a luck point to reroll if you wanted to. Uh... But a bruise isn't the end of the world. Yeah, I'll go ahead and keep the bruise. Okay. So yeah, the note comes, the shield comes back, Cap grabs a hold of it, and it vibrates through your body, and you, all of you see this sort of purple lavender energy shoot off of the shield and into Cap as he vibrates and staggers for a second. That's like no xylophone I've ever seen! I am the mental organism designed only for xylophoning! You cannot stop my music! Drax. Alright, so how far are we from the stage at this point, roughly? Like... You know, one one movement or more than one movement. Yeah, you guys are about you guys are about one movement action away from the stage. Okay, so are there like big, say, speaker columns on the sides of the stage, like on the corners? Yeah, there sure are. Okay, well, I think what Drax is going to do is like run up to the closest corner of the stage and try and just rip one of those great big speakers off and chuck it at the xylophone. Awesome. Drax, please roll a perception check for me as you approach the um, the speaker. Okay. Holy crap. 
So Drax, as you're running up to check the speakers, you see another Modok sort of looming in the background of the stage. And this one is wearing a denim jacket, some fingerless gloves, and a number of patches of different tours from different bands. Uh, you see like Guns N' Roses, Queensryche, Aerosmith. And uh, you see that he has sort of tattooed on his forehead his Modor. Okay. Um, oh, or, organism designed only for roadieing? <laughs> Rocking? As you approach uh, Drax, he says, I know you're not thinking about throwing those speakers anywhere. Now how hard it was to slip him out of the trailer and back down every night? Yeah, he's a roadie. You know wrong. Head over to Con- There's another one of those weird heads down here. Yeah, and you're free to throw the speaker if you want. He's just, he's not going to like it if you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck it at the xylophone or, you know, that area. Awesome. Let's go ahead and roll a throw check. Uh, 16 will hit the xylophone, which has a bruise. So roll another toughness save versus DC 25. You shatter the xylophone as it takes its second degree of damage. What happens, Drax, as you check the speaker? He he rips it off and, you know, a couple of little wires hanging off of it, whatever. Picks it up over his head and just heaves it. And it it just comes down squarely on top of the xylophone and, like, buckles it into a V. And the uh, the keys fly up. They shatter everywhere. The xylophone breaks in half. Um, And as it does, this sort of purple energy goes back into the gemstone in the middle of Modox's forehead and the xylophone explodes into purple star- starlight. Great move, Drax. He looks pissed. And Modor looks pissed. Modor actually looks at you and he says, wrong move, creep. Now I'm going to escort you from the venue. I love you may Modox. try. I love that Modox has a roadie. <laughs> Ant-Man, normal sized. Oh, okay. How far away is Modor? Um, so he's sort of at the back of the stage. You can get there in one move action if you want to. Modox is in center stage. Modor is sort of at the back of the stage, almost in like the like the lower recessed area, keeping an eye on things. Okay, I'm going to run at Modor, and I'm going to try and... and I'm going to actually... I'm going to get big. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try and grab Modor. Perfect. Go ahead and roll a grab check for me, and you're off your big character sheet. Okay. But you're not vulnerable while grabbing. You have improved grab as an advantage when you're giant in your giant size. What am I looking for? Uh, on the stats and skills page of the character sheet. So, um, character sheet. Go over to stats and skills, and then scroll down. You should see grab in your offenses section. Okay. There it is. Uh, 12 does not hit Modor. He, um, you sort of run in to try to grab him. He says, ah, big guy, I'm security here. I do the grabbing. Man, come here, you big-headed roadie. He'll say, as you wish. Get your cranium over here, boy. And, uh, Modor will use his turn to do a multi-attack on Drax and Giant Man. And he is going to try and grab them with his telekinesis. This roadie needs to hit the road. He uh, he gets a 22 to, or sorry, a 20 versus Giant Man and Drax's parry DC. He's doing a multi-attack to try and grab both of you with his telekinesis. Do you need parry DCs? Yes, please. Uh, 18 here, Drax. Uh, 
And then Giant Man on the first page, stats and skills, you should see your defenses just above your offenses. There should be a block that says parry DC. Okay, but I got a plus three to, uh, to any defensive rolls. Yeah, that's, so that's part of your toughness. Okay. Um, your parry DC is 14. So what I need from both of you is a strength check. So if you go up to your stats and skills, you should see a strength button. If you click that, that'll roll the strength automatically. You're looking for a 22 or better. Okay. Nicely done. I would yeah. just like to point out for the audio recording that Modor used the ability Gear Schlep. I just got to laugh at that. <laughs> Sounds like a very roadyish special ability to me. He telekinetically schleps stuff. It's 11. So he fails to grab both of you, but he is still going to try and do his escort from the venue. So I'm going to deal... Uh, Drax and Ant-Man the hero point so Mogdor can essentially use extra effort and go and have another standard action this turn so you both have an extra hero point now and then he will roll to multi-attack you with his escort from the venue uh, he gets a 14 to hit both of your parry DCs which does hit giant man I don't know if it hits Drax or not the 18 okay so giant man I need a toughness save and you have a plus 16 to that because you're real tough when you're big but you rolled a four on the dice, so you got a 20 versus a 27. That's two degrees of failure, so that would be a bruise and a daze. So a bruise means you get a minus one to toughness saves for the rest of the scene. A daze means that you can only take a move or a standard action next turn. You couldn't take both. Uh, if you want to re-roll that, you can use a luck point or one of your hero points. Um, no. Awesome. So these little purple hands come out to try to grab both of you and try and like load you up like equipment, but you're both too quick to get out of the way. But then the hands sort of go, uh, they go taut and they sort of slap both of you. Drax, you duck and get out of the way. Giant man, you can't, you cop it on the face and you sort of rotate over real quick and Moogle looks up at you with a murderous grin on his face. Low docks, whose xylophone was shattered, you heathens. Yeah, he's not going to be real happy is going to leap off of the stage with his little rocket thruster and his two little xylophone mallets swinging in his hands. And as he's flying over towards where Moon Knight and Captain America are, the glowing uh, gem on his forehead reignites, and a new xylophone appears in front of him. And he slams on it a whole bunch. He plays hot cross buns really, really high and loud. Okay. Now let's get to this. So I need Cap and Moon Knight to roll dodge saves. If you have the evasion advantage, you do get a plus two or a plus five to this, depending on uh, the ranks of uh, evasion you have. And that, that's not already built in? It's not. That'll be in advantages if you want to check that real quick. I don't see that I have dodge. Yeah, so Moon Knight does have evasion. So when you roll your dodge save, go ahead and add two to it uh, mentally. Not a problem at all. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Cap had it or not. Sometimes when I build Cap, he does have it. Sometimes when I don't, he does not. So, Moon Knight, you will succeed on the initial dodge save, so you're going to need a will save versus a 22. Uh, Cap, you fail on the initial dodge save, so you need a will save DC 28. It's coming up Moon Knight today. <laughs> For you, Moon Knight. And Cap, with a 24, that's one degree of failure, so you would take a bruise from this attack. Okay, I've already taken one bruise, right? Yep, so this would be your second. So, can I spend a point just to avoid the bruise and not re-roll? Uh, no, you'd have to reroll. What's the effect of two bruises? Just uh, minus two to toughness saves for the rest of the scene. Yeah, the bruise mechanic kind of 
mimics how in comic books yeah. a team of heroes can whittle down a big bad super bad guy over time. And I need to roll a what? What is the DC that I'm rolling against? It was a twenty-eight. Okay, so he's got a will save of nine for total plus nine. So I, I doubt I'd roll. I'll just go ahead and take the bruise. Okay. Yeah. So that purple energy resonating off the xylophone shoots out. It uh, kind of rumbles and rattles over both of you. Moon Knight, you sort of just... How do you resist it with your astonishing will, Moon Knight? I think Moon Knight just sort of... Just sort of stares very intensely and deeply. Just You just see these piercing eyes through the dark veil. And it sort of just... Like, by the power of Khonshu, he resists it. Excellent. I mean, that's cool. I like the idea of all of his personalities, like, just jumbling in his head and protecting I'm not telling you what to do I mean that's what I would have thought of they're all singing different songs so the xylophone music can't get in yeah they're all going nah 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 <laughs> uh, how Moon Knight perceives it and how everybody else perceives it <laughs> that's funny um, so yeah the xylophone comes rocketing in uh, Cap it sort of the music kind of hits your shield again and you catch it with that tuning fork that you're just carrying and you just feel the vibrations so- uh, soiling through you Moon Knight back to you You've got a Modox almost in your face. Yes, Moon Knight is going to get in Modox's face and take a swing at the new xylophone with the trenchant. Excellent. Oof. Roll 20 lights you today. Coming up, Moon Knight. Oh, that's right. You have improved critical on your trenchant. So it was a 19 on the dice, but that's still a critical hit with the truncheon. So that'll be a DC 25. The truncheon gets to a crunchin. Let me pull slow. All right, so it takes a bruise. Uh, because of the critical, you got 25. So he rolled a 24 on the xylophone top of his save. Uh, you sort of start cracking into keys. What happens, uh, Moon Knight, as you almost destroy the xylophone? Moon Knight sort of mockingly takes his truncheon and starts just wailing on the xylophone like he's playing random notes, but it's just knocking the keys off of it. No, no, that's not what comes in this key. How dare you play a G sharp here? Show you a G-sharp. Good job, Moon Knight. Cap. I am going to... I'm going to do a standard action and spend a hero point to use my Inspire ability, which, according to this, that will give everybody, until the start of my next turn, everybody gets plus four on all of their D20 rolls. Yes. Uh, How do you Inspire, Cap? I'm like, this is going on too long. There are people in danger. They're literally dropping of exhaustion and we have to shut this down now everybody feels a surge of inspiration from captain america as you gain a plus four bonus to all d20 rolls until the start of cap's next turn that's my turn i, mean, I guess i can move but i'm not going to Rex, what do you want to do all right so i imagine modor obviously has a mullet because oh definitely <laughs> he's got a mullet and aviators oh of course so um I think Drax is, I want to just like bull rush him and like you know, grab him by the sleeveless denim jacket and just like pile drive him through like the, the stacks of, you know, guitar speakers behind the band. Awesome. Uh, that's just an unarmed attack or a knife attack, whatever you want to call it. That's just cool flavoring on top of it. Okay. So how do you want me to roll it? You want me to roll it? I'll roll it unarmed, I guess. Yeah. However you, however you see it. Oh, nice. It's actually nice, nice, a nice. 33. Yeah. Now, how with them getting plus four on the rolls, 
does that modify the effect too, or just the actual roll? Just the actual roll. Okay. So that definitely hits. <laughs> DC 25. Lodor is not hurt yet, like other, other than his pride. Um, he takes a bruise. So yeah, what happens, uh, Drax, as you start just wailing on him and dragging him through the stacks? Yeah, I think he just kind of grabs, you know, like I said, grabs him kind of by the through the, the cutoff sleeves and just starts like swinging him sideways, you know, clearing out, you know, in martial stacks or going flying and that kind of stuff. You're really testing me, buddy. You're really, really testing me. You will fail. All right, giant man. Since I can only act and without moving, I'm going to. Yeah, he's still close enough that you can uh, punch him if you wanted to. I'm, I'm going then I'm going to punch Mordor. Not to be confused with his cousin Mordor. One does not simply punch Mordor. I, I, hey, that's the setup. Oh yeah, that's a good punch. That'll hit. DC 27. He's got one bruise. 21. So he gave you a bruise in a daze. You give him a bruise in a daze. Ant-Man, what happens? Okay. I just rear back and assert myself. <laughs> and punch, and when I punch, actually, I'm going to kick Mudai and see if uh, he goes flying. He goes, he goes flying and bounces off a wall and comes right back to where he was at. I treat him like a kickball. <laughs> he bounces off the wall with mullets blowing in the wind. And he lands with a thud back on the stage. Uh, Giant Man, your daze does drop off at the end of the round, so next round you'll still have your standard and your move action. Modor, when he lands with a splat, is going to reach over and grab a fender and smack Drax with it. Okay. And Drax, he gets a 20 to hit your parry, DC. Uh, which... That isn't affected by the plus four from Cap, correct? Correct. Yep. And uh, Perry DC is an 18, so... Go ahead and give me a toughness check. Now, this is affected by the plus four, so you would get a plus four to whatever your toughness comes up as. Not that you need it. That's a 30, 34 on your toughness save. So, yeah, he reaches over, grabs his electric guitar, and slams it into you. It shatters and breaks. Strings go everywhere. And uh, Drax is unaffected and unamused. Yeah, he just kind of shakes his head and glares... Oh, maybe call for backup. And uh, Modox, offended at the at the brazenness of Moon Knight, is going to hit him with a G sharp, with a twenty-five to hit your dodge DC. My dodge DC is twenty. Okay, so I will need a toughness save from you with DC twenty-seven. Well, that's a fifteen, but still. So that is a 15. That would be three degrees of failure, which would be a bruise and a stagger. Uh, stagger means that you're dazed for the rest of the fight, and if you get staggered twice, you're knocked unconscious. Does that at least, Did that plus four at least make it not four degrees of failure? Yes. Uh, if you didn't have that plus four, you would have been knocked out with that attack. All right. Um, if you want to spend a hero point to re-roll, you can, but that's up to you. I have not done that yet, so how do I go about spending hero points? Yeah, so there's a rectangle above your name. Uh, if you click on that, it should show you a circle with an H on it. You can drag that out to the table, anywhere on the table, and it'll spend it for you. It is not allowing me to. <laughs> oh, you're Steve G, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to click steal, and then if you just click allow steal, I'll be able to spend it. Yeah, sometimes it's weird. All right, so you spent the hero point. Now go ahead and press toughness again. You still have the plus four, and this time, opposite extremes. 
So, natural 20 for a 30 on the toughness save. You're unaffected. What happens, Moon Knight, as the G-sharp rings out towards you? I think this time, the voices in Moon Knight's head are all just sort of chattering and yattering inside. He goes, I can't hear you over the other people in here, and points at it. <laughs> you do not know the gift you have been given with the front row concert for Modox. Appreciate me. Moon Knight, your turn. Appreciate this, and Moon Knight just takes three moon rings and chucks one at the xylophone, one at the Modoc in front of him, and one at the Modoc across the room. <laughs> um, so that is multi-attack on multiple targets. You'll still roll one dice, you'll get a minus three to whatever you roll, but you'll get a plus four for cap, so you're still looking at a net plus one. And so that is a 27. Beautiful. That will hit all three targets. I'll roll for Modor, since he's got his bruises... He's unaffected. I'll roll for Mo Docs. Oh no, he takes a person of days. And then I'll roll for the xylophone, which I will be having to resolve. Alright, the xylophone's unaffected, but Mo Docs gets wrecked by this thing. What happens, Moon Knight? I think Moon Knight just quips, brings out three of the moon rings into his into in between his fingers, throws them, and the one that he threw at the Modox in front of him just sort of squarely punches him in the forehead and maybe sends him spinning backwards. Ah! Modoc blood's brain everywhere from the moon ring in his forehead. What color is Modoc blood? Is it red? Do we know? Is this known? I don't think there's a canon answer to that question. Oh, I'm searching now. I assume it's Mountain Dew green. So yeah, and he, he spinners off, off to the side. Cass, what would you like to do? Um, does it look like Modox is down for the count? Uh, he's not down yet. He's just got a bruise in his days. All right, we got to finish this guy off. Um, I'm going to press the attack that Moon Knight just uh, executed. I'm gonna, let me look at my character sheet. I want to see if there's an advantage to shield bash versus shield throw. I think they're the same, except for the uh, melee versus ranged. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move. Use my movement to get in melee range if I can, and then just do a shield bash on him. Awesome. Good old Shield Bash 24 will definitely hit. He's got one bruise. He gets a 25 Ooh. on his toughness save, though, and he's unaffected. Ooh. As you come swarming in, you slam into him. He just barely manages to put up the xylophone in front of him, and it repels you before you were able to smack into him. Ooh. Yes, boo! Boo on you, Modar. Uh, Drax. All right, so Modor has bounced off a speaker column or something and come right back to me, basically, correct? That's correct. Well, I think since he hit me with a guitar, I'm going to say we happen to be right behind where the bass player is set up. And so Drax just grabs a pair of basses, one in each hand, and just goes to clap him like on both ears, you know, one bass each. Nikki Six turns back. He's like, hey, man, don't do that. <laughs> he hasn't been under Modox's sway. He's just been going along with everybody else. He's just been enjoying the show. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he just grabs, you know, two basses or a bass of the guitar, whatever, and just, you know, one to each side of the head simultaneously. Oh, my brain. What do I roll for that? Uh, go ahead and roll a knife attack for that. Would that be stabbing? Stabbing, yep. Oh, that'll hit. Oh, no, DC 27. Here we go. He rolls an 18. Oh, but I forgot to add in his two bruises, so he should be on 16. 16 and 27 is a difference of 11. He gets his first stagger. So that hurt him real bad. What happens, Drax? 
just claps them on, you know, both sides of the head with the instruments. And it just, you know, maybe the, the eyes bug out and you, there's some, some resonating in the chair or whatever that sort of cladding is on the side of him. And he's just wobbling around and staggering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ant-Man. Ah. You got a severely injured roadie in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grab the um, roadie and uh, see if I can't pop candy. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make an unarmed attack for me. Oh, he's about to have a bad day. Yeah, so on the first uh, page, you should see your offenses section. There should be one for unarmed. Uh, it should be the first attack on the list, I think. On the stats and skills Okay. page on the left-hand side. Boom. 18 will definitely hit Giant Man. Or, sorry, hit Modoc. Modor. DC 27. Did it ruffle his mullet? It sure didn't ruffle his mullet. How do you dispatch him, Ant-Man? I reached down and I was just like, come here, little man with the big head. And I grab him and I just kind of sort of just grab him at the top and the bottom. And I squeeze until he screams out horrifically. <laughs> and then I just crush him into maybe like three feet and drop him on the ground. He hits the ground. He rolls around a little bit, just groaning. Yeah, he, he rolls around and then makes all this noise and just boom, and just lays there. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> oh, no, he ain't talking. <laughs> I'm taking this up with the union. <laughs> but he's out. Modor is, is unconscious, yep. out of the fight. He is out of the fight. Okay. Which leaves us with Modox, who is suddenly not in the best position. Yeah, he's going to lean on his G-sharp. and He's going to fire that off at uh, Cap this time, since Cap's right in his face. Ooh, the 30 to hit Cap. Yikes. I'm pretty sure that's going to hit. Hold on. It's almost a crit. Um, almost can I get in the way? Yeah, yeah, you have interpost, so you can get in the way yeah. of Cap's attack. Go ahead and make a toughness save for me, Giant Man versus DC 27. Okay. Oh, that's a You just take a bruise. <laughs> so what happens, uh, Giant Man, as you leap in front of this note that's coming to um, zap Cap? I jump across the room and shout, not today, little man. Awesome. And the purple musical notes coming from the xylophone slice into you, Ant-Man. You stagger back a little bit, but you are mostly unharmed. Thank you, Ant-Man. Back to Moon Knight. Moon Knight exclaims, now for my drum solo, and takes his truncheon and smacks <laughs> Modog's on the head. Oh, no. <laughs> truncheon truncheon gets the crunching. It's a good truncheon. All right, 21 will hit. DC 20 for Modog's. Modox gets a 15, so he gets another bruise. As you start drumming on his crazy mane of white hair, uh, what happens, Moon Knight? Moon Knight just basically, like, with the one empty hand, he's mimicking that he's hitting other drums, and with the one with the truncheon, he is just smacking Modox's head like it is the cymbals. It's not the proper way to percussion! It is the proper way to a concussion! And he hits him again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving you a hero point. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty worthy. Captain America. I say, let's give Modox an encore of what we gave Modor. I'm just trying to live my best life. And bring the bring curtain down on this show. I'm going to uh, shield bash him again. But I actually, actually, no, I want to do an all-out attack and do the, or the power attack, right? It's like minus five for plus five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can take up to, up to minus five from your hit to add up to plus five to your damage. 
Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do five. I'm gonna get a knockout on this guy if possible. <laughs> so, roll here. So that would be a 21. 21 will hit for a DC 28 instead of a 23. So okay. that's a pretty good smack. And he rolls a 12, Ooh. which is a difference of 16. That will knock him out, Cap. What happens? I drive the edge of the shield as hard as I can into the crystal on his forehead. It shatters, and it makes a couple of musical notes that pop up around his big head as he lands on the ground and says, everyone's a critic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not wanting him to spend a hero point, but can it, do NPCs get hero points? They don't. I just have like an unlimited pool that I can use. And I mean, so like if, can they just game mechanic wise, so if I had a villain NPC, can they spin to reroll or anything like that? Or is that just for players? Uh, so they can. Usually, unless they have luck built into their build, you want to give the hero who's getting screwed over by it the hero point to simulate spending it. So like if I'm going to do something that affects the whole group with their reroll or with their extra action, I'll I'll give the whole group a hero point. Or if like at the beginning of a fight, the hero comes out and they just instantly one shot the big bad evil guy, I'll be like, here's a hero point, I'm rerolling. <laughs> and it just depends on the situation. It's reasonable. What is the uh, the game mechanic difference between hero points and luck points again? Hero points can do a bunch of cool stuff like edit the, editing the scene or um, power stunting, improving numbers. I actually forgot to tell you all that there's a handout in the journal tab of Roll20 that has your hero's handbook. And I have a handout for luck in there that could tell, tell you all about all the stuff luck points or hero points can do. Luck points can usually only be used to reroll unless you have luck control as a power. Then you have a couple of different options that you can do. Okay. Earlier when I found the ear protection, I couldn't spend a luck point for that, but I can spend the hero right. point. Thanks. Yeah, there, um, there should be a bunch of nested handouts in there. I think uh, if you all want to take a look at extra effort too, that's another good one. Yes. That'll yeah. let you see sort of what your heroes can do. Awesome. Well, I am going to do everybody a hero point for surviving the encounter with Modox and Modor. Woohoo! Uh, Game-wise, I'm chatting with the team like, Anybody else as surprised as I was to find two MODOK variants that had a similar theme? Cap, I'm never surprised to find things that I don't quite understand. Well, I guess what's concerning me is, up to now, I, I believe we had assumed that one MODOK per gateway came through. So what are the chances that a musically themed MODOK and a essentially concert roadie modoc came through two different gates i would say those two came through the same gate as typically roadies follow around musicians Correct. i want that jacket by the way i want to go try and get the jacket off modor i had the blue jean jacket and later blue jean vest with patches on it thank you very much uh drax you are able to peel it off of him but it is very large on you that's okay use it like a cape exactly Oh, I want Art of Drax in a denim vest with an Aerosmith patch on the side. An oversized denim vest. Somewhere Peter Quill was like, you went on the coolest adventure ever. <laughs> uh, in the name of Kevin Bacon. So, all right, team. Up to now, I think we've been assuming it's one MODOK variant per situation. So, obviously, this one a little pear-shaped. Speaking of Modox, let's check out our friend. Yes. And, uh, also, all the people. I, I'm concerned about the condition of the of the people in, in and around the venue. And I'm I'm going to be calling, you know, authorities and paramedics and 
first responders, let them know there's probably a lot of exhaustion. Well, as you say, we need to check on our friend. Modob does come crashing through the front doors of Madison Square Garden with his sword up. Avengers, I'm here to help! You are late. Oh, I see you have triumphed over two of my brothers. Yeah, um, where were you? I was dancing. He looks, he, he slides the visor down on his helmet to cover the shame of his eyes. If Modok can shake his groove thing, that's what was happening. I'm sorry I failed you, Avengers. My will was not as mighty as yours. Well, we had problems among our team as well. We just didn't have earplugs big enough for you, my friend. Don't worry about it. There is still more work to be done, and I'm sure you will be an asset. I will endeavor to have a smaller head next time. Yes, where do we need to go next? Uh, Modob will put her on down to Modox, and he seems to link up with Modox's chair. And uh, you see he seems to be transferring data from that chair to his chair. There's another one over there. Mm, yes, yes. I kind of tip Modor up and just roll him over. <laughs> oh, no. He's being Modor's. slapped like a bass drum. Yeah. Modor is still uh, crushed. That's what I mean. I turn him on his side and roll him like a wheel. Well, I mean, he's oh. not dead, though, right? I mean, this isn't a death-type game, is it? Uh, can't Mo can a Modoc die? Yeah, no. Mo Modor is very much just unconscious and <laughs> floppy. He's a little crunched, but he's not dead. Um, yeah, nothing's lethal in Mutants and Masterminds unless you specify that you're trying to kill somebody. So Modor can now double as a accordion. So he's both a roadie and a musical instrument. Yeah, Modov will go over and he'll attempt to interface with Modor's chair, but he says, this one doesn't have any vital information. He seems to come through the same portal as Modox. I believe if I can find, if we could find one more of my brothers nearby, we could triangulate their position to the original, to the source of this crisis, and possibly a way to send them all back at once. Sounds good to me, friend. So what's the, out of the locations that we've identified, what's the next closest one? Oh, well, there's Coney Island and Liberty Island. I was going to say, Moon Knight raises a finger and goes, To Coney Island! Yeah, we got to go to Coney Island, speaking of hot dogs. Although it would be cool to have a big battle around the Statue of Liberty. Are we talking about Liberty Island or Ellis Island? Which Liberty Island. Is that where the Statue of Liberty is? Or... Yes. Yep. Okay. So Ellis Island is nearby? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got to go to Coney Island. Although awesome. a, big, a big battle around the... Uh, Statue of Liberty would be a great cover image. It's the final battle. <laughs> It'll be the cover image, but there'll be an editor's note that says, not appearing in this issue. There'll be a, uh, well, right now, Magneto's up there with Rogue. Mm -hmm. About to execute his big plan. Brutal. Yeah, they, the supervillains have to, they have to book uh, certain locations for their nefarious plans. It's like, no, we can't go to Liberty Island right now because Magneto's got it booked for four hours. I just imagine that there's a guy with a clipboard explaining to the MODOK that's at that location. No, you you don't understand. Look, I, I'm telling you, this is, it's been booked. They've had it scheduled for like three weeks now. You can go was... to Mount Rushmore. Your mom can go to Mount Rushmore. I have the Statue of Liberty booked. I pressed, I pressed send on my Google Calendar invite. Well, but the old, the old request form, no longer, you have to use the app or the website. Boiled my bureaucracy again! Curse you, Magneto. And actually, now that I'm looking, the Masters of Evil have it following Magneto. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> He's just waving his arms and spinning at this point. <laughs> can they just sublet the torch to me? I don't need the rest of the island. <laughs> Alright, here's what I'll do. I'm taking the ferry if he's taking the island. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So, Coney Island? Yeah, let's go to Coney yeah. Island. Awesome. So, you all load up back into the Quinjet. You rock it over to where Coney Island is along New York. And uh, you see down below, sort of mixed in with the amusement park and all these big attractions and everything, you see a Modoc standing in a very centralized location that has an enormous glowing yellow exclamation point over his head. Modoc, a biological organism or engineered to give quests. Yeah, what were the, uh, the, we had an S, we had an X. A we did C have a Q, didn't no, we? And a Q. We did have a Q. Hmm. Yeah, we did. Okay. I'm metagaming. Captain America wouldn't think in those terms. All right, Modoc or Modob, here's your chance to prove yourself. Go down there and get him. We're going to take a break. That's only fair. I got to take <laughs> a break last time. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. How about, here's an idea, team. How about we land the Quinjet and then exit? Okay. Moon Knight can't hear you over the sound of his cape flapping in the breeze as he jumps down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drax, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Drax jumps out. Modob, can you give them a hand, please, while I park the jet? Yeah, he was looking very antsy. Like, he definitely wanted to go with them, but he wasn't sure if he had your permission or not. And he will rock it out of the back. All right, well, I'm going to land the Quinjet at the closest possible. And I'm over the loudspeakers, because are there people around? There are. You do see a few people are running up to him. And uh, Mo, uh, Mo Doc with a Q seems to be chatting with them for a second, and then they run off. And some other people run up to him with... Like stuffed animals and candied apples and things like that, and they hand it over to him, and then he hands them a bag of something, and they go away. So, and he has a big exclamation point over his head. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cap. Cap is not a gamer, so this this has no context for him whatsoever. But he will, uh, assuming there's loudspeakers in the Quinjet, I'll get on the loudspeakers and crank it up as loud as possible, and be like, "This is a very dangerous situation." Exit immediately. Leave. Leave for your own protection. This is Avengers, Captain America. Yeah, a lot of people will start clearing out when they hear, you know, you, Captain America saying maybe we should leave. Might be a good idea to leave, folks. So, and then I'm just going to park the Quinjet at the closest possible place I can without, you know, crushing a bystander. Because in the Avengers bylaws, it, it says you can't crush bystanders with a Quinjet. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely against company policy. They may just landed on the beach. Yeah, so Drax, Moon Knight, and Modob, you all land uh, as close to Modoc as you would like to. Okay. And he's sort of um, buzzing around. He's got the exclamation point over his head. And when he sees all of you, he, uh, he will float over to where you all are. And there you have part two of the Modoc family reunion. And I promise you folks, part three, which will be coming in two weeks, is going to be a ride too. So come back for that. But in the meantime, go check out... Alex's other work at the Untold Stories Project and Shane's podcast, Shane Plays Geek Talk. And thanks also to Jeff for agreeing to come and enjoy the madness with us. So with that, time to be kind to each other and go play some RPGs. Also, would like to thank Tabletop Audio, who I've used for some background audio, and also the Louisville Leopards Percussion, because I use some of their stuff too.
intro and outro music by the band 12 Noon. You can email us at meandsteverpg at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash meandsteverpg. Thank you and be kind to each other. How much for the cigar? Cigar, 20 bucks, dog. You got to go down the street to the store and buy that.